Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. This week we are talking about Sonic 2. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my co-host John. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to talk about this. We finally got a really enjoyable film that we watched. Yay! Yeah, this is like genuine... Okay, first of all, spoilers ahead for Sonic 2. If you haven't seen it, because it's been out for a few weeks, and if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but genuinely... This really has blown all the expectations that I had. I am so incredibly happy with it. Yeah, please do see it. It is an enjoyable film. And as you said, uh, your expectations, my expectations were completely smashed to bits and (laughs) did not expect a full epic film. Yeah, this film takes the next step in breaking that video game curse. It really adds so many elements that are evocative of the games and it takes all of the stuff that worked in the first film to the next level. And what I love about it just so much is that it just doesn't take itself too seriously. And it is genuinely one of the funniest films that I have seen at the cinema in so long. (laughs) Like in recent memory, I spend my time at the cinema rolling my eyes at forced comedy in blockbusters. That's just like, oh, funny. Like it, it, it rarely works for me. And this just nailed it. Nearly every single joke landed. And even though the cinema wasn't even that full, we were having a hoot. It was genuinely so much fun just to sit there and just be swept away by a really, really successful comedy. Yeah. And in the first film, it was a comedy. But this, we were just losing our minds everywhere, weren't we? We were sitting next to each other. We were like, oh, yeah, Sonic 2. And then there was this great scene that we can't wait to talk about. Just do it. Just just let, just let tell them about the wedding, John. <laughs> it's, it'll never get any better than this. Just tell them about the wedding. Okay, so the comedy is so consistent in this film, especially in one scene that is pure hilarity. So Tom, he goes to a wedding and there's like a huge celebration going on. And then there's an emergency that Sonic is involved with because of Robotnik. So then he gets like the ring, but then he gets the wrong ring from the wedding couple. So then he has to go like, hey, can I get that ring? So the guy getting married, Randall, thinks that he Uh has his engagement ring, but it's actually one of Sonic's like portal rings that that was swapped earlier in the film. Yeah. And then there's like this huge argument between the wife and Tom, just like, no, do not throw away the ring. And then surprise, surprise, Sonic's rings gets activated. And then there's a huge avalanche. (laughs) That comes to the ring. And then everyone's like, oh, oh no. But then plot twist. It was like a bit, this was like the biggest plot twist. Well, there's another one that happened in the post credit scene. But this one, this was just hilarious. So everyone in the wedding, apart from Tom and his wife's sister, everyone is an agent trying to find Sonic. They're all the FBI. And then They're all FBI. Just this funniest reveal where everyone and the bride, Rachel, starts getting this kind of like she starts getting gaslighted and she's like she's like wait so you guys are all like are you like she's like and her husband reveals and the funniest bit was when she turns to the priest and she's like are you an agent and he just opens his bible and inside the bible is just like a gun like the page has been cut out for the gun and it's just the funniest most unexpected thing but it works yeah. so well. It works so well, especially this is a Sonic film and the FBI in the last one were useless, but this, this just works. And the most amazing thing, they took one step further into this whole scene. This is like a short bit that you're going to see in a comedy, but no, 
they took it further. So after Rachel was like, you were an FBI all along. It's my daughter an FBI as well. And she's like, what? And then Sonny gets locked in a cage. And then Maddie and Rachel trying to infiltrate <laughs> inside a hotel. <laughs> With Tails' inventions, uh, so then uh, Maddie deals with the bodyguards. And then, this was cinema. We just saw greatness. Okay, so then Randall and the FBI guy were celebrating like, hey, we got Sonic. And thank you for you setting up this wedding. Dead in the horizon. We see Rachel in a golf cart and she drives it and it's like just married. And she just like bashes the whole wedding, and like in t- like the tables, the chairs, and she's just screaming her heart out, like saying <laughs> Randall. And then she crashes the golf cart into like the stage, and then the stage just blows up. Alongside, it's like a it's like a slow motion shot where she gets out of the golf buggy as it crashes into the stage and it blows up behind her. Honestly, at the beginning of this film, when Maddie and Tom are like, "Oh yeah, we're going to a wedding," I was like, "Ah, this kind of feels like a waste of these characters. It kind of feels like we are, you know, the film doesn't really know what to do with them." But the film really cleverly ties them in, and not only do you get this really fun scene with the FBI and like these really funny shenanigans, but it does also then link into the plot with Sonic feeling as if he's failed Tails. And there's really nice way to get out of this snowboarding scene where there's an avalanche chasing Sonic and he's endangered of going off the mountain that he's snowboarding down. And I thought that all of that was really cleverly used. And while the human characters weren't always very well utilized in the film, this was just the perfect way to, to do stuff with them. I honestly can't remember laughing so hard as when Rachel got out of the golf cart and everything just exploded behind her. It, it honestly was just amazing comedy. <laughs> oh, and then the bit was where Rachel was hiding away with Maddie. She tried to go to like this drink stand or something. And then yeah. she drinks like this, this beverage. And she just goes there and just throws the drink away. <laughs> well, I mean, they bring up a good point. She is like going, like obviously in the first film, she was already pretty kind of unhinged. They had this whole thing where she doesn't like Tom, and you know, she spends a lot of the fir- of the first film kind of like yelling and being kind of like put into these comedic shenanigans. And I feel like they took that stuff and what really worked about that character and that actress's performance, and they then <laughs> moved that. And what I love so much about it is that she literally is like saying what everyone's thinking like i've just found out that my fiance and all the people at my wedding are fbi agents and come to think of it even the priest yeah even the priest and and come to think of it it was actually set up you know when they were playing uh, volleyball somebody mentions to randall they're like oh you really have a good relationship with your with your groomsman and he's like yeah we're a team and it's like, that's just actually set up for later on when it's revealed they're all FBI agents. Oh, it does. Oh, that's so clever. That is like my favorite scene out of that film. And there's some great yeah. scenes that work with the comedy as well. Like, oh my God, the dancing scene. <laughs> it's This film is just full of surprises, honestly. It really is. Yeah. They go to Siberia. And then this <laughs> film is very much a kind of like, similar to the last one, it is a adventurous narrative where they have to go to point A to point B. And in this one, it involves taking a trip to Siberia and Sonic and Tails end up staying at a bar. And obviously the bar is very scary and rough. And it feels very much like we're doing like, a, oh, look at this 
stereotypical narrative where two people are in a different land and it's all scary and they're literally about to throw Sonic and Tails into the fire. Um, <laughs> when Tails like finds like some some phrase in Siberian which he can use to get out of the situation, and it's set up as if this phrase is gonna make them like have a match to the death. But then the people they're up against just start dancing. And it's just this amazing scene where Sonic and Tails, it, it's also a great moment of bonding between them. They have to like yeah. work together and they kind of like loosen up a little bit and start to dance to their own music. And it was great. And then the, the opposing side starts to like faint at the sheer power of their <laughs> like dance moves. It's it's ridiculous, but it's also so fun and so heartwarming. They took all uh, the best elements of the of comedy in the first film and they just ran with it. And a lot of the stuff that I didn't like about the comedy in that film is left behind. There are a couple of moments that I really hated, like when Robotnik does a floss. I mean, that was painful. Uh, that was painful uh, to watch. Oh, God. And I don't know what, with Jim Carrey's stuff, he, he said, like, the most random stuff. He even spoke, I don't know what language he spoke when he got this yes. screaming. Yeah, it's a bit where he gets the Chaos Emerald and he speaks just some other language. Like, he, like I would understand that if he kept on, like, switching between English and that other language. But no, I mean, gen generally, I'm not the biggest fan of Jim Carrey in the first film. I thought he was better in this film, but I did also, I did kind of think he was probably my, my least favorite part. I much preferred, you know, Knuckles and Tails and seeing those uh, new characters than Robotnik. However, we do get some really fun stuff with Robotnik at the end, yeah. making this enormous, just like when he absorbs the Chaos Emerald, he like builds this giant mech suit which looks <laughs> you know like the Robotnik of the games and it's uh, it genuinely was just a really nice ending because obviously the first film's climax is fairly straightforward what they do in this film is they kind of take that to the next level and I think that it was really cool to see you know you got Sonic and Tails and Knuckles all working together meanwhile Tom and Maddie have their own little role to play and it's I just thought it was all just really really cool yeah, and it was very surprising because, you know, Knuckles and Tails are like the new characters, but it works so well for Sonic's arc in the first film that you wanted to have new friends or new people to be with because he was alone. And then in the sequel, it was so wholesome and heartwarming, like at the end where he plays oh, baseball. Yes. Oh my God, that was so wholesome. And fun fact, Knuckles in the games actually like grapes. Oh really? So when, so when he talks about grapes at the end... Yeah, that is a nice little thing. There were some really nice references to video games. I mentioned yeah. the robot at the end looking like Robotnik. There are a couple yeah. of other things like when Robotnik uh, absorbs the Chaos Emeralds, he looks briefly like he does in the games. And you also can see there's a moment where Agent Stone is picking out outfits for him and you can see the classic Robotnik outfit with like the, you know, like the, the fat suit. Like that was really fun. You know, I think Tom's ringtone is a Sonic theme. You know, yeah. obviously there's, a, there's the amazing moment before Sonic has to run to the final thing where he kind of like gets ready and he says, gotta go fast, which was just a really cool moment that there were some really simple but effective things in this film that I just thought were really, really cool. Yeah, I especially think the, the pop culture references this time weren't so obnoxious. Obviously there was stuff like Jim Carrey flossing, but there were some really cool things like when Tails and Sonic discover these two raging tribes and Sonic references Vin Diesel and The Rock. <laughs> just funny, just funny. I mean, I guess just whenever Sonic references Fast and Furious, it, it's it's good. But like, yeah, that was really fun. And yeah. the whole Batman thing at the beginning 
where he's like, <laughs> blue, blue justice. justice. That was so funny. Oh, God, yeah. And the, the opening was great. It was like Eggman on the mushroom yes world yeah the mushroom world and it was really good like to see what he did because i remember in this the first one that he said like i'll be back home by december yeah he says i'll be yeah. home by christmas uh, you got it wrong <laughs> robotnik you, yeah you idiot but no it was really cool to you know see that these are the characters that we know from the first film but then in the second one it just takes it to another level mm. <laughs> it's like that- insanity yeah, yeah, that first, when when the portal opens and Robotnik takes out these three guys, and then the first thing you see of Knuckles is his silhouette just uh, standing there. And it was, oh, it was so cool. I kind of almost wish so that cool. we didn't, yeah, I kind of almost wish that we didn't know Knuckles was going to be in this. And that was the first thing we saw of him. That would have been uh, really cool. I really, really enjoyed him in the film. Like his whole arc of, you know, it's just realizing that, that it isn't just black and white and he's not the only victim of what happened that day and that that there is more loyalty to be had than just you know looking for power that's not where that's not the be all and end all it's like at the end when they're talking to about baseball and he's just kind of learning the concept of fun i like that kind of stuff you know he's not his whole life is, is powered by this one this quest to get the chaos emerald and once that's over it's obviously like you know, he realizes that everything that he's put his mind to isn't all that there is to life. And I just thought that yeah. was so cool. That was really cool. And Knuckles was the really fun character in this film. Like, he just had the funniest lines. Oh, the end when he gets on the car, he's like, ah, yes, my chariot. And just jumps into it. It's just like yeah. bash. There's, there's a moment when Tails is flying Knuckles to the final battle, and Tails is like, "Whoa, you're heavy!" And Knuckles is like, "I am one thousand percent muscle." It's like, <laughs> honestly, it's a great performance by Idris Elba as well. He really yeah. played it well. I liked it. Um, but I think it was really, really cool to see Colleen O'Shaughnessy play Tails because uh, yeah. she play, plays him in the games, and I think that. Not only is it great to give a voice actor this kind of sway in a big Hollywood film, but also I'm sure there's a reason why they were cast again, because they're really, really good in that role. Yeah, I agree. And Tails was like a really good thing for Sonic, you know, like his art was like trying to take responsibility mm-hmm. and he was trying to take care with Tails. And you can see that clearly when he gets knocked out and you know, trying to save others. And there's some really good arcs in there as well. So yeah, and I thought that was really cleverly extracted from the first film and put it here so clearly. So yeah. Yeah, Um, they don't just repeat Sonic's arc, which is something that sequels can fall into the trap of doing. They take Sonic to the next level. And I feel like that is the right decision to make. They make it so, well, obviously he's made a friend and he saved the day, but now he's kind of like, knowing that he can use his powers in this way, he's kind of using them a bit recklessly. And there is an amazing scene at the beginning, obviously with the Batman stuff, with where he's like blowing stuff up left, right and center, not really having any regard for general destruction. Where they use like classic music when all the manholes like explode, which was really fun. (laughs) They did the the, the same song from Kings, the Kingsman, which I thought was just great to see that used in in a fun way in another film this year but what i liked about that is they're using sonic and his relationship with the other characters again to their benefit and they really cool they knew what to do with him and they didn't you know just have him be there and they don't they make all of the scenes that don't really have plot relevance like the dance battle doesn't have any plot relevance but they make it important to the 
arc of the film and for Sonic's character, <laughs> even for Tails' character, I just thought that stuff was really really cool and they add little things to sonic like he doesn't like water and so like at the beginning he's like he, he's fishing and he falls in and he's like ah, oh, this is horrible he can't swim and then at the end he has to like face it and like run on these waves and it was and even to the point where at the end he goes back and saves knuckles again like it was just really simple but really effective storytelling i thought yeah really good visual storytelling that we liked well it's gonna be obvious but did you see like when tom swaps the wings did you see that bit yes, when i did yeah yeah i did was I, I was i was very i was even tempted to whisper to you oh yeah that he's just he's accidentally stopped the rings yeah but that was really cool like the visuals the visual details like yeah there's a lot of work into this Whole oh film. yeah the C- yeah. the cgi the cgi i would say is a lot better generally but it did sometimes because for a lot of the time robotnik is on his own with oh, knuckles poor, poor. Or, <laughs> right like he and it, it does just look like jim carrey standing on a blue screen with entirely <laughs> cgi environments around him and while i do think that it all looks great most of the time there were sometimes i'm just like yeah no that is it's a bit weird seeing them together when it's you know just just him in this whole environment around him yeah and the introduction to knuckles was awesome in that whole opening minutes i also love how they expanded the lore as well There's oh, a lot yeah. of cool things that they did like with knuckles tribe and they give us more context as to why they attacked longclaw at the beginning of the first film and why knuckles is the only one left and they give us a bit of context as to who longclaw is you get to know that sonic still misses her and i like that because she kind of was just there in the first film for context if anything this film makes the first film better as well like it's a very lovely companion piece it's not just like a second adventure it does feel like there is this kind of arc and it, it makes me wonder how the third film is it going to be a different adventure or is it going to continue this arc and, and an overarching story i do wonder that because obviously as it revealed by the post credit scene we got shadow oh baby god. oh my god we watched this in the cinema and i think we were just the only two people freaking yeah, out I think, I think everyone basically left at that point we were just like Watching it, like, we were just screaming at us. It, it was like the same reaction as Rise of Skywalker trailer or the Spider-Man yes. or Civil War. But this, this was just amazing. Like, seeing shadows, it was so cool. It was like, okay, so we found something. Like, in the coordinates, 50 years ago, we found Project Shadow. Yeah. No, that was... So, I mean, we spent the whole time... You know, just thinking, oh, will will Shadow be in it? How is he going to fall in? Because he was always one of my favorites when I was a kid. I just think he, he, even visually, he looks the coolest. And I think that it will be really cool to see him because obviously, like, we're going to keep on expanding. There is a third film coming. I, it, it'll be cool. But I wonder, are we going to go back to Sonic's homeland? Because we, this film is still primarily on Earth and sonic's basically lost all of his rings now so i wonder if we ever will get to go back to the original oh, no. green hills oh yeah that'll be really interesting to see how they're gonna you know find a way back and then shadow i wonder oh i wonder who's gonna be the villain is shadow gonna be the villain or is it gonna be well, robotnik isn't dead so i i don't see i do think they're gonna want to use jim carrey again because everybody loves jim carrey and of course. i think there's a reason why they had that bit at the end where they're like oh, we still can't find his body in Agent Stones there. Like, yeah, no, I definitely think that Robotnik's going to be back. Oh, um, maybe he'll team maybe. up with Shadow in some way. Or maybe Robotnik's in a, like, in a different form. Maybe. Like, 
Robotnik's spirit goes into Shadow. Whoa. That's too far. (laughs) No, that's too far. Oh, no, no, no. We don't. No, no, we can't see that, Tom. No, no. That's going to work. Who could could play Shadow? That's the question. I've. Or, I mean, that is a good idea, actually. That is. But then, but wait, okay, so, but we know that Keanu exists in the Sonic universe because oh. of speed. So does that mean that if Keanu plays Shadow, that Sonic will know who he is, like recognize the voice and stuff? Because Keanu's got oh. a very distinctive like voice and delivery. He does. That would work actually with uh, with Shadow. But we'll see. I'm really interested to see who's going to be the villain in the next one, but it is going to be Shadow. But Yeah. Um... I wonder I wonder if it will revolve more around the Chaos Emeralds because obviously at the end they reforged oh. the Chaos Emerald. And also you get the amazing scene where Sonic absorbs them and he becomes Super Sonic, which was so cool. It looked visually awesome. And oh. like, yeah, I... I'd love to see, I'd love to explore that a bit more just to see him or go all Super Saiyan on us because that's just cool. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a really cool reference to the games. I don't know which one it was. It was like Super, yeah, yeah Super Sonic, but or is it Golden Sonic? There was a I game. Think, I, th- I think it's Super Sonic. Right. Yeah. I, because it is, it is a reference to like one of the games where he becomes really mm. powerful. Yeah. And it, it was so cool. There were so many cool moments that I really liked um, in this film. I loved the, the snow scene. The snowboarding, oh, it was really yeah. cool. We got another one of oh, those kind yes. of quicksilver oh. moments. Yes, that's what I was about to say. The quicksilver, oh, yeah, they didn't like abandon that. Like, like they showed it like once, like for that, yes. like you know what Sonic is. So I'm glad they didn't like massively forget about it. So yeah, and there was a really cool CGI with like you know, Robotnik possessed the emerald, like he's just yeah. like Dot Manhattan, like taking <laughs> all the material away, yeah, yeah, with the metal and like becoming this massive robot, and that was so cool. Yeah, it was cool. What I enjoyed about the way they did the action was it understands the very simple, not everything can be solved with just speed. You know, it's a very difficult thing to get around. You know, like you can't just like, Sonic can't just destroy every every problem, you know, like just just from running fast. You've got things like running down this this cliff isn't going to help. You're probably going to break your legs. So he's got a snowboard down, right? Like you can't just be doing this kind of quicksilver time in a bottle thing every single time and i like that like at the end sonic and knuckles and tails are all working together to get into the robotnik robot until obviously sonic becomes supersonic and obviously that's something that maybe we'll explore a bit more later and again in the in the first scene with where sonic meets knuckles Obviously, we all saw it in the trailer. Sonic just goes for him, and Knuckles is like, I don't need your power, mate. I've got big fists. And he just absolutely destroys him. And if it's not for yeah. Tails, he'd probably be killed right there and then. Tails just, like, absolutely, like, destroyed him with the car, just like, bunk, just like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tails, um, had some cool, Tails had some cool gadgets as well. Like, when he comes oh, in, yeah. Yeah, and he's got, like, a... He's got a plane from... He, he found a plane somewhere, a plane with special guns, Apparently, maybe the FBI gave it him. I don't know. FBI just gave Tails like an FBI plane, I guess. Well, lucky for you, Tails, we have a plane that is exactly your size. I really like the fight scenes between Knuckles and Sonic when they were in the temple place, and it was a, it was really cool. Like when Knuckles was like, "Why won't you stand still?" And then Knuckles, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Sonic was like, "Oh, uh, well, you're terrible at punching." He's like getting angry and just trying to punch him. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Like, I like that, obviously, 
in the last film, it was basically all fighting in cities and towns. But this time we got the opportunity to fight like in snowy areas, underwater, like in like a temple. It did feel like different levels in a Sonic game. And I thought that was really cool. And God, I hope that the third one is just as good, if not better. I would really like it if they stuck the landing and made a really, really solid trilogy. Oh, yeah. Imagine it was going to be like the end game, like it was going to be crazy. <laughs> well, as we as we kind of were talking about earlier, the the Sega logo definitely includes oh, yeah. a lot of Sega properties. Maybe they're going to make the Sega Cinematic Universe. How many characters are there in the Sonic Universe? Because I mean, there's a, there's at least a couple more after Shadow that they can use, right? I think there's a pink Wait, one. Wait, yeah. What was the name? Um, the pink. <laughs> At Sonic characters, Amy. Ah, oh, Amy. Yeah. So we got Amy. we got Amy, we got Silver, oh. and then uh, there's, there's Rabbit. Metal Bats, Sonic. Cats. Metal Sonic. There's who the hell's Fang the Sniper? What's going on? Wait, Fang the Sniper. What? Who's Sonic? Who's Sonic the Werehog? What does that even mean? Back to the crocodile. Oh, I remember Vector. Ray the Flying Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Mighty the Armadillo. Who's, wait, wait, who's Gerald Robotnik? Is that like Gerald? Pony the Cat. Safe to say that they have enough characters to make 10 of these films. Yeah. What are you going to give out of 10? Eight. I agree. I'm with you on that. I hope they make a third one. I mean, apparently they are, but I hope they make a good third one. Yes, I hope it's going to be, like, so dramatic. It's going to be, like, groundbreaking. I don't know, but I had a blast watching the sequel, and it was still unexpected. Yeah. I hope they, like, continue the wedding story, like, the aftermath. (laughs) Oh, my God. We start the next film with couples counselling, and it's just like, (laughs) so, why are you here today? Well... It all started on our wedding day. <laughs> and then the next film was actually just a spin-off about Rachel and Randall. And it's called Ashley. Rachel and Randall Forever. Like forever. Rachel like and... like in oh. like on the plane. Yeah. Sega, call me. Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Again, we enjoyed this film so much. Yes, and hopefully we can continue that streak because next week we're going to be doing the Avengers for the 10th anniversary of the Avengers. So that, which is like extremely exciting. I haven't watched Avengers since I think 2019. I think I watched it before Endgame. So we're going to be watching the original Avengers Assemble Uh. in this country. But like, yeah, that is, I'm super excited about that. And then we've got a big Marvel kick coming. We've got Doctor Strange. We've got Moon Knight. We've got Thor. It's all happening. So, you know, stay tuned and subscribe if you want to see more. We also did the first Sonic. You can watch that. And we've done other things as well if you're interested. And leave a like if you enjoyed this video. Please definitely go and see the film. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Alstein Film Pod. Give us an email with your questions and suggestions for other pods and just like ask and or your general thoughts on Sonic or anything else that we've talked about uh, at alsteinfilmpod at gmail.com. Thank you again. For listening if you got this far tell us your favorite scene in sonic 2 if you have seen it but if it's the wedding scene yay if it's something else <laughs> boo anyway um, <laughs> we will um, only accept the wedding scene the only the wedding scene be good and be safe okay woo woo oh okay, okay. talking to me okay yes i will i promise <laughs> take what you're given give nothing back goodbye goodbye